Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In 2015, when I first published a piece that was about Scientology, I had basically drifted away from the church for years and was living a non-Scientologist lifestyle without ever having uh, spoken negatively against the church. I had been told when I was there that the fair game policy had been canceled decades prior and I was trying to be as thoughtful as I could when I wrote the piece about my experience with Scientology. I was not looking for publicity or to do a a cheap tell-all or to go for low-hanging fruit or even use them in the headline as clickbait. I was really just trying to write a thoughtful, painstaking satire that deconstructs logic of religious homophobia and sexual repression through the specific lens of my experience with Scientology, using humor, attempting intellectual integrity, and maintaining the stance that I'm just doing what writers and satire writers and artists have always done and in a healthy political and social environment will have the freedom to do without harassment. Things started happening to me that made me believe I was losing my mind. I would have people dressed as if they were homeless come up to me and begin conversations, long, rambling, nutty conversations that referenced private things in my phone without being specific enough to admit that that's what they were doing. I would um, have random people from big catering companies where I worked pass me on the street at a disturbing frequency where it felt like I was being stalked by a group um, and created a great sense of adrenal nervousness in me uh, for the months beginning in August 
2015 right on through uh, January, February of 2016 and continuing for for, uh, the period of time when I was realizing I was a lesbian and moving out of my longtime boyfriend's house. I had actually spent the year leading up to August 2015 going through this very vulnerable internal process of realizing I was, you know, queer, lesbian, however you would label such a kind of long, long journey to even recognizing that you're not straight, you know, um, the label is less important than the health and integrity of the circumstance. Um, but I, of course, wondered how Scientology could get so many random people who would seemingly have no affiliation with an organization like that to stalk me. Like, these people were very liberal, New York, badass types, artists, um, young people, people from my catering company where I worked. Um, I couldn't imagine how somebody from the Church of Scientology could persuade these people. I, I just, I really felt that I was in a twilight zone at first. I really, really double-checked Joyce, you're going through a tough time. You're having a lesbian awakening. Maybe you really are experiencing delusions of persecution, delusions of reference. You know, if you really were imagining all this stuff, you'd have, you'd have no way of, of knowing because you've never known yourself to imagine things before. Now, the problem is, as many victims of trauma and assault have confirmed, uh, the more you get traumatized and harassed at any level, whether that's psychological harassment or physical, uh, the more you begin to lose your sanity, no matter how accurate your claims are. So it's a bit of a downward spiral because the more you get harassed and traumatized, the crazier you tend to seem at first because, of course, you're reacting. It's all you know how to do. So you're going to sound like a nut when you're trying to explain to people that, you know, people on the street are walking up to you, referencing your emails, referencing your most private content in documents on your computer, referencing my my uh, manuscript uh, about, you know, a high-profile rape, rape case, uh, which I'll get into later. Um, I, I had a huge problem trying to explain that at first, but then I, I started Googling, um, you know, anything I could find about other people getting harassed by the Church of Scientology, and I, of course, found out about Paulette Cooper Operation Freakout, uh, the covert operations they used to harass Paulette Cooper, one of the first Scientology journalists uh, in these extensive kind of espionage military level uh, harassment campaigns. There's a book about it called The Unbreakable Miss Lovely 
by Tony Ortega, which is an excellent roadmap of their earlier techniques. I'm sure they've only gotten more sophisticated with the internet, with the capability of hiring companies like Black Cube and Kroll, which I found out about from reading Ronan Farrow's article in the New York Times, Army Weinstein's uh, Harvey Weinstein's Army of Spies, um, which is a, a great reference, not not merely for the go-to strategy of many rape defendants to dig up dirt on their accusers, whether or not they are telling the truth, but also it's great to know that that, that surveillance capitalism is um, out there for hire to anybody who has the means and uh, is a suitable client. So, uh, you know, I I still thought at the time back in 2015 that uh, the Church of Scientology was, of course, the obvious culprit for this absolute bizarre world of um, smoke and mirrors and uh, covert psychological warfare that I was now in. I found an article online called Why I Left Scientology from Gawker, uh, the now non-existent online paper, but the article's still there. It describes um, a more well-known Scientology defector's experience trying to leave the church by uh, Carmen Llewellyn and it towards the end of the article talks about how her phone was basically hacked and used as a 24 hour surveillance device uh, and how people would approach her and, and have conversations just like you know 10 feet away from her referencing her, her private files that the church had on her so I recognized those tactics and what was happening to me and I was assured that I was not losing my mind and that was so important. Uh, Since 2015 in August when again these things started happening to me, uh, I've just researched and read a lot of online articles in regards to Scientology's harassment tactics, and that has led me to read about harassment tactics that, of course, happen in all uh, organizations that use spying to some extent, which it turns out is uh, quite a few. Most large corporations and governments have had to have forms of internal spying and or surveillance capitalism. I've watched more spy films than I would have otherwise. 
And the more I learn about the anatomy of surveillance and surveillance capitalism, um, the, the better I see that at least I'm not going crazy. Another thing that I was naturally led to read quite a bit about is the PR disaster surrounding the FBI's targeting of Muslim mosques and groups in a attempt at a war on terrorism. Uh, and I've come to the unfortunate likelihood that uh, it's less and less clear how I have been spied on over the years because having been writing this book uh, about a high-profile rape case well before I indicated any sort of distasteful opinion about the church, uh, I would expect that the families and cohorts of this rape suspect who was a high-profile entertainment industry person at one point and connected to many such people who are still high-profile entertainment industry people and business people um, probably spied on me because it is a dark humor novel about a high-profile rape case and it's not particularly flattering uh, to really anyone in it. satire tends not to be flattering and I um, while I was quite innocent I kind of was stuck in a in a in a personal assistant job when my parents lost their house at the end of the recession and I always was like this really uptight prude who just like never enabled this this dude as a person uh, because he was an asshole um, and then when he, he started getting accused of rape and assaults that were alleged prior to my being hired, um, I just kind of was like, okay, I'm stuck in this job. I'm getting this dude's meals. I'm scheduling his appointments. I'm treating him with basic human decency. I'm getting my paycheck. But I do not have to, like, you know, try to convince 22-year-olds to date him or whatever. But I realized there could be another whole deep situation. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.